This episode of Verbal Tap brought to you by NogiBJJGear.com. Use the promotional code VerbalTap15 to get 15% off of your order. Do it! Time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the shark cage. Raf, the joke works better the second time. It's Shark Week. I am your host, Kevin. Raf Esparza is with me, of course. Raf, how are you despite these? The You just brought more people on for UFC 52. I'm already bored with it, but how are you first? I'm fine. And I want to tell you, I'm just trying to reach the caliber of fight picker you think you are. Well, you did not achieve it this time with these tie salesmen, but you want to go mm. ahead and introduce these these guys? Yeah, sure. I mean, every week I justify why I bring on certain guests, and these guys are no exception to me doing that. First, Kevin, did you know that there is a brand new podcast and that they, these two guys, like to pride themselves on being bolo bros? <laughs> Yeah, and I'm already three ties deep in this. Found people mm-hmm. that are making what doesn't. I actually made the joke that it's not porn. It might be. It's a Bolo mm, Bros creative be, suite. Yeah. And but oh I did find, God. I found theirs. Raf, they have an episode called Travel Tips. O two okay. with the mm-hmm. Bolo Bros. Mm-hmm. We're really we're from New Jersey. We're bros, and we're not going to call it just the Travel Tips. Sure. Unbelievable. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I mean, Kev, you know, when you get the Bolo Bros, it's just a little bit extra to take the back. So we're not off track here, but I would like to go ahead and introduce both of them. They're new to the broadcasting world. So be kind to them, Kevin. This is our two guests. It is Danny Myra and Nick Salas. So, gents, welcome to the show. How are you both doing? <laughs> we're good man we're good thank you for having us it's okay now why did you decide to add yet another fucking podcast to the jujitsu community i mean i definitely think we just wanted to outdo anything you were putting out there and we thought we had it but uh clearly we fell way short so we're probably just gonna scrap the whole thing and give up. <laughs> god you know what end the show now well, that's all we needed to do nick's not gonna <laughs> do jujitsu anymore they both swore it off. Uh, they're going to start just posting shirtless pics on Instagram. We've seen it before. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we, we just, uh, you know, we, we've had a bunch of different uh, experiences, and we wanted to be able to offer some advice and tips and funny stories and whatnot and share it with the world and uh, some people that we work with and everything else. And um, a podcast seemed like the, the right outlet to do that, so we uh, – moved ahead with that and uh, we've had a, a pretty good response so far so we're you know obviously not on your guys's level yet but we're just learning and working and uh having a good time doing it i, I want to okay. ask a specific question here because they, <laughs> they caught up something and i'm, I'm going to throw it to what we can kind of get out of the podcast in episode one it, it talks about taking advantage of being stuck at home give us a little mm-hmm. bit more on that what, what are you kind of telling people i mean if you're going to be home I mean, we figure that you might as well be productive. You know, a lot of people during this quarantine uh, were kind of down not being able to go to the gym, you know, go about their regular schedule. So we just wanted to give people some inspiration and some tips as to how to get stuff done in the comfort of their own room. You know, if you have a partner, if you don't have a partner, whatever the case may be, you know, we could still uh, make the most out of it and get better. Badass. Because so I've seen people attack chairs. I've seen people wrestle with their <laughs> pit bulls. Um, I personally have been playing a resounding game of let's just buy the biggest vodka bottle. So I do get some exercise. Um, but <laughs> Is know. that the lifting? Is it the lifting or the That's cardio? That's a big bottle, dude. Like trying to, trying to carry it or, or get back home after you've gotten the bottle or something. Which, which exercise would that be? Boy, you might know me too well because, yeah, the walk home, which was all of a half mile, <laughs> was stout. And I, this is the big handle. I'm trying to be safe here, right? I don't want to go to the liquor store 
every day. So I get bro, the handle. Else to make two trips. No, <laughs> that's efficiency, bro. That's that's your that's a jujitsu mindset right there. Absolutely, and you can hear more about how to do that on episode three. Drilling. We found oil <laughs> on BoloBrosPodcast.podbean. So one day, I just want to have segues like that. One day. <laughs> You know, if you drink enough, one day the podcast fairy will deliver unto you. I just want to say, <laughs> what the hell did you just call me? By the way, you know what? No, I, I'm just kidding. No, that's oh, not okay. you. It's, it's, a, it's podcast the, fairy is below the line, Raph. <laughs> it's the rejected The Rock movie sequel that nobody wanted. Podcast so, fairy. <laughs> like, guys. I guess the idea is not only were they annoying enough to start a podcast, Kev, and how dare they think that there's <laughs> more space, but now they've opened up a goddamn gym. So they are taking the <laughs> next part of the verbal tap industries sort of dream gig. So wh- how did that come together? And I, I don't want to say I was surprised that you guys did it, but yet did it right out of quarantine. Well, can I say we've been pretty productive with this quarantine so far. We took uh, that first episode literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous because one, we've we keep trying to get good enough at jujitsu that people would want us to teach them, and it hasn't happened yet. How do you pull the? Tr- I guess how long have you two been talking about this? And, and Dude, it, about hap- it it hasn't happened yet for us either, man. We're still just uh, pretending over here. Yeah, well, no, I guess you've accomplished the first part, which is being good enough that people would want you to teach them. And I'm always curious because it seems like some people started talking about this five, ten years ago, but I don't know either of your, your grappling journeys. So mm. You can go for Nick. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to call on you. So, right? I, so cool. I mean, I think every grappler, like, of course, there's a competitive side, and that's what drives me for my personal goals to get better day in and day out. But at the end of the day, you know, what's more fulfilling uh, to compete is, in my opinion, to teach and impart that knowledge onto other people. So as long as I can remember, like starting jujitsu, the end goal was to always, you know, open up my own academy and, and teach people and help people reach their goals. So, you know, and that all kind of, you know, helped bring that dream alive when I met Danny and we had similar goals and we shared similar dreams and quarantine kind of brought us together, brought us closer and, you know, being by ourselves kind of allowed us to really focus and hone in on that goal. And when the opportunity arose, uh, you know, we were both there to take that. uh, And, you know, we kind of went with it. I don't think we planned for it. You know, it's something we always spoke about, always joked about Did we think we were going to do it this soon. Probably not. But I mean, if it's our dream and the, the opportunity was there, I think we would be stupid to not take it. So, and that's exactly what happened. We took it and now we're here. And we're pinching ourselves to this day, you know. I still ask Danny, I'm like, dude, are we dreaming? Like, we own a school. Like, we're, we're teaching people. We're, like, helping people get better. And he looks at me, he's like, dude, like, this is it. Like, you know, we worked hard for this, and now we have it. So usually uh, when we have to pay a bill or something, though, then he stops dreaming. Real yeah, quick. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, every, everything that he said, for sure. We definitely have had uh, similar goals and always thought about it and talked about it for a long time. And we've known each other for a while, but um, definitely, you know, when opportunity comes knocking, it's a, it's a bigger risk not to take it. So, uh, you know, yeah, here we are, man. And uh, as far as the, the podcast and we interviewed a bunch of people and everything, and it was uh, so many good experiences that ended up culminating in a, a wild opportunity that we ended up taking. So um, Hell yeah. you know, we're just grateful for it. Yeah. All right. And you're out there in New Jersey, which is always um, – do I have that correct still? No, sure. no, I'm, I'm a Jersey boy. I was raised on the shore. We still try to but, fix it, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> but uh, we're actually located in Pennsylvania, so oh. just outside of Philadelphia. So if anybody's in uh, Philadelphia, uh, you know, feel free to come and train yeah. and hit us up. So no fist uh, bumping jokes. We yeah. don't do that here. No, we definitely do. We do. We, <laughs> we, 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 all the fist bumping jokes go to Nick, not me. But, yes, I make them. <laughs> Tune in for episode five, fist bumping jokes with Nick. He's going to do a solo <laughs> episode. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. Can I ask? Reason, I just thought of like a shake weight. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> shake weight? Shake weight? <laughs> <in my mind. laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick Salas is fist bumping in the club with a shake weight, and Danny Myers uh, just vacuuming up cheese steaks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Philly cheese, Philly cheesesteaks for the win. Don't joke about the East Coast subs, Raph. Now it's personal. Now I really want to beat them. <laughs> They're mocking me. Dude, I'm out in Denver. What do you mean beat me? That's part of my life. Ugh. I am. I'm. I'm from here. Dude, I this, am the cheese. This guy, guy. If you tested his blood, it would be like 99% cheesesteak. I get guy. it. So there's one. Per, there's one percent blood. We're good. Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, Rivera's. Human, dude. This guy goes to Wawa at least twice a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, twice a day, bro. Come on. Some sort of variation of cheesesteak. I think they have mac and cheese cheesesteak now. And if anyone gets it, it's Danny. So There are not right, a lot Kevin, of places Kevin you can get back in. a whole Show chicken. A I'm going into Wawa. Shut up, rap. No, I'm talking about a Wawa. I'm right down this path. I was about to be like, <laughs> you can get batteries. <laughs> you can probably pick up a child there on a discount. <laughs> Wawa has everything. Whoa, bro. We're not talking about Wayfair. We're, we're not, we're Wawa, not talking bro. about Ross lifting habits here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you two, I, I clearly get the idea for a, a podcast that accompanies, and my initial reaction was, is this part of teaching? Did you gear this towards students, or was it, hey, we're opening a gym. Oh, we also were doing this podcast thing, or was it a joint effort? Like, they go together. Um, I think they happen independently of each other, but they definitely help each other. Okay. You know, they definitely, they definitely work together. And so the, the infer that we try to keep the episode short and sweet, um, you know, either light and funny, some funny stories, something like that kind of entertaining or, um, more commonly something useful, a, a, a useful information, little uh, informational tidbit on, you know, drilling or how to approach, your mindset for competition or like, you know, one small topic and just, we kind of dive into it for like 30 minutes and then, uh, that's it. Um, so we can talk to our students and just be like, yeah, Hey, go listen to this episode and we'll explain drilling there. And then they'll come back and be like, Oh, like that was really helpful. And I also didn't have to actually like look at you for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. while I learned this. So that was a bonus. Yeah. And Danny brought up a good point too. It's like, a lot of the students that are coming through the door don't really know us. So it kind of serves as a tool for our, uh, our, for our students to get to know us. You know, if, if they don't have the time to speak to us for like 30 minutes at a time, uh, at the very least, they can check out one of the podcasts, you know, hear what we have to say about a certain topic. And that way they kind of get our vibe. They kind of get the gist of what we're trying to put out there. And it, it's a cool way to get that relationship jump started. you know. Kev, podcasts, they're the new teacher-produced textbooks. <laughs> Ooh, that's like, that's fire, dude. Yeah, they they good. rarely get made into movies, but they're hella <laughs> helpful when you're trying to like catch up on U.S. history. And if you want to dress like the Bolo Bros, go to nogibjjgear.com. Put in Verbal Tap 15. That's Verbal Tap 15, nogibjjgear.com. Bolo like the bros. That's not a real slogan. Now it sounds like it's an ad on your phone, but... <laughs> If we need a slogan, though, I know exactly who we are going to call. Appreciate it. And I encourage no, you. I, it's not you. It's it's, oh. it's someone else. I just saw their number in my phone. Oh, phone, though, so oh that's good. Think of that. Well, then I'm going to go to BoloBrosCreative.com for all my <laughs> Bolo Brothers needs. Those guys are rocking okay. some sick hats, and they're welcome for the free advertisement. That's awesome. So here's the nice part, Kev. You can tell by their attempts at humor. They're the junior partners on comedy in jiu-jitsu. And I love the I fact that I just thought we were horrible people. <laughs> no, <too>. like horrible <laughs> people at least like get away with just being horrible people. Horrible people <laughs> and trying to do jokes is like, oh, my God. The <laughs> inmates funny. think they run this joint. So <laughs> what I would tell you guys is I think the enthusiasm is there. But there's a little bit that I think you guys need to have on equal, fair, true, responsible, over-under Kevin guest, which is you have to learn a little bit about Kevin. So we normally allow for a little bit of cross-examination because you guys have to make fun of him, too. And clearly, you need all the ammunition you can get. So well, what They haven't question- done a podcast on cross-examinations yet, Rap. Oh, they- Do you want to explain <laughs> what it is? It <laughs> so I guess the question is, what would you guys like to know about Kevin for the purpose of the game mm. eating well, habits mm. oh man okay you know i'm just gonna tell you about the last 48 hours uh <laughs> crushed, crushed some shake shack here as uh things were getting interesting in the afternoon i was getting hungry got a little hangry mm. for breakfast and i'm not proud of this 
it was a bowl of ramen, like the instant <laughs> shit. And I, I also uh, hard boiled an egg and threw that in there. So that's uh, w- along with a God, what's the name of that? Oh, I'm I'm just giving free advertisements all over the place. Daily Harvest. I had one of their veggie shakes. Like that will help yeah. combat the done. Shake Shack I had. That's disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you. I like how you try to throw in a Daily Harvest to make the other stuff sound like it wasn't too bad. Felt I, good. Like, oh yeah, I just I just almost got diabetes, but then I you know masked <laughs> the effects with Daily Harvest. Like, great job, dude. That's so funny. I literally like I love how Nick actually didn't have anything to say. He was just like, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like every every time I eat anything, whatever. Like Nick just like he's always saying something. He's always just ripping my life apart. But then like after that. He had nothing to say. Dude, this guy had Shake Shack. It was <laughs> like, delicious. Like, you just put it in, single, wait, you arrived. Single stack or double stack? This was a double stack. Now, I went sauceless because I don't like their... Oh, man. See, this is how I know that you don't go to Shake Shack often, bro. You got to get two single stacks. You save a little bit of money. You get a little bit more food. Amateur hour. God, you guys aren't worried about the extra carbs? I'm totally kidding. That part was <laughs> <laughs> So that was one of your questions. And since I, like the audience, can't tell who is who, I think you almost have to say your name and then ask your question. So who's the one that didn't ask the question? All right. I didn't ask a question yet. That's Nick. Nick has not asked the question. All right. I'm curious to to hear your answer to this one. Are you a cat person or a dog person? There is an 85-pound alleged pit bull right next to me. And then a few feet away from that is a tiny little beagle pit mix. So... Uh, dog. So you person. have a cat and a dog? Nope, just dogs. All right, so you don't have kids. No, that is also <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Any right. of my habits over the last week could have pre-verified that. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, and possibly single. Uh, definitely not single, but uh, you know, without getting too personal, living an alternative lifestyle. No reason to put yourself in boxes. Okay. <laughs> maybe All you're right. gonna wake up one day and be like i don't want a bolo today fuck it <laughs> that's okay uh, yeah we just pass guard on those days though so we, we stay in the, the relative realm hold on raf point of mm. order i mm, think yep. he's you are you can't pass the guard it's impossible i've tried quite a few times <laughs> whose guard are we talking about <laughs> pick it <laughs> i'm stuck <laughs> I think the nice part is Kevin is somebody who people will uh, give a map on how to pass guard and will still go, I'm going to need you to spell it out a little bit more. There's no legend to this map. So he's one of those guys. Let's put it in the GPS. See what happens. He's it like, helps. He's if... like two notches above Stinky Gee Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stinky Gee Guy usually brings more athleticism and anger to the yeah, table. Yeah, more enthusiasm, do. doesn't ask as many questions. Which <laughs> oh, for sure. That's a good question. I'm like Will Make through. a Snide Comment While We're Rolling Guy. Mm-hmm. Trying to say, Wait, is that the same guy that like starts coaching the person as they're submitting them? Good is God, that, no. Is that a different person? No, I'm busy trying to is breathe that, is, for my life. Is during that the those guy moments. that as you're rolling? Uh, they just have a, a they a comment for every positional change. Yeah. Oh, great job, yeah. bro. Yep, yep. Now we're talking. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't mind that when it's like, oh, great job, bro. Like that, I don't, I don't like that. But when they're like, I literally hate you, and I hope you like go play Frogger across like I ninety five. I'll usually hit someone with a. You didn't have to put the shoulder all the way in the ribs. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll kind of just comment on the pain I'm going through. Kevin and I have famously had full length discussions while rolling because (laughs) we have a very different approach towards, well, normally I'm shit talking people in a smart ass way and normally he's doing the same. So when you put the two of us together, I'm not sure how much of it is rolling and how much of it is a chat show. But it does seem like we would be podcast hosts if you were to just be a fly off Yeah, I, no, I'm familiar with you guys. You guys are the, the two dudes at the end of class that aren't sweating, smiling, still breathing. I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware. <laughs> yes, that, that, that has been us in the past. We will not lie. Well, I think this is as good a time as any to transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. Yeah. 
Oh, hey, do you guys have, like, second theme music? I know everybody has, like, one, but, like, do you have, like, second, like, mid-credits theme music? Like, for the Volo Bros? Like, a mm-hmm. theme song? Yeah, for, like, segments. Do you guys, like, have transition music? Uh, no. That just happens. Well, Ooh. Ah, yikes. Anyway. You know, while I was watching them fight each other on YouTube, I came yeah. across another Bolo Brothers, the Woodshed Tapes, Volume 1. They appear to be a, a bluegrass band of some kind. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Excellent. amazing. Well, Kev, save it. Save that hot fire for just a is few that, more seconds. Is that our new theme song? Well, you better clear the rights, because I got to tell you, YouTube will take that shit down real quick. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the part of the show that we call Over Under Kevin. The way this works is we basically go out of order throughout the entire UFC 252 card. We give each participant here 15 seconds to who they think is going to win. Now, because we have two gentlemen on one side and Kevin on the other we will have them alternate who is picking each time. So, gents, make sure that you know you combined will make one pick per mm. fight because we're not taking it out of a weird best out of two of you kind mm. of thing. Yeah. We're not averaging <laughs> it. So, anyway, the way this works, again, is whoever gets the most picks right technically wins, but we have more appreciation for those who actually talk the most trash. Gentlemen, do you both understand the rules? Uh, seems pretty straightforward. I'll just guess and say yes. <laughs> what? I lost that a... is my first guess for the night. I lost a bet because I was like, 20% of them will understand. Right? It's like, how's that going to work? <laughs> like, you'll see. Uh, all right. Well, Kevin, do you have any words that you'd like to say to them before I start? I have some words I'd like to say to you. The names oh, no. on this fight card are, you are effed. You are never going to be able to get through four or five of the names on this card. I'm positive. One's a Swede. It, I don't understand what they do to this. Yeah, you'll be just as surprised as I am when I do arrive to those. But anyway, um, well, I think. No time is as good as the present. Let's go ahead and start. Kevin, you're going to start us off in a women's strawweight bout between Felice Herring and Velma Janadorba. Go. Yeah, this is one of my first ones. First, it's Velma? You don't hear a lot of Velmas. I'm going with effing Velma. Are you kidding? Janadorba! Plus, Raph, abs. Mm. Abs and a scary tat. It's the ultimate Ooh. combo for Velma. Oh, I do want to give out the title. I named myself Kevin Flying Jaws, and I named them the Sharkbait Brothers. So there you go, Discovery. That's (laughs) that's good. All right, so who wants to go first on this one? Uh, I mean, I'll jump on first for for that one. So I basically have a few seconds here to give a guess. Is that it? Yeah, so you have 15 seconds to say who is going to win this fight between Felice Herring and Vima Janadorba. Go. Is it Velma or Vima? Because, like, I'm a Scooby-Doo fan, so I'll go with that one. I mean, um, I fucks with the names as a recurring joke here, so get used to it. It's going to happen a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with this one here, then. Uh, God, good Lord. Where do you think this last name is from? Jandroba. Yeah, that'll. I'll go for that one. All right. Excellent. Well, this is really going to shock him. It's a fighter out of the country, Brazil. I know they don't represent often in the mixed martial arts or (laughs) this type of world, but you're going to be surprised. They're pissed off. It's getting hotter. (laughs) Yeah, she probably moved there, though. I don't know. It has to be. be (laughs) That's not a Brazilian name. That is. So here's the way I'm going (laughs) to. Here's the way I'm going to go ahead and instruct you guys to do your answers just because I want to make it as most hilarious as possible. So when you start, start by saying your name, like you're a goddamn Pokemon and then go into your analysis. (laughs) So when I, I'll I'll start, I'll do it too as well. Ref. Totally fair. Appreciate that, Kevin. We'll make it consistent for everybody involved. So Danny, you're going to start off on this one. Go. Oh, actually the featherweight fight between Herbert Burns and Daniel. Go. Man, I definitely can't argue against somebody with the same name as me i'm gonna go with daniel 100 he's gonna take it probably gonna get punched in the face a lot because that's what happens to me but i'll take daniel kevin 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Sick Burns um, because all I can think is if if somehow I could learn how to invert, I want to now start a podcast called The Baron Bros, like the Baron Bolo <laughs> Bros, just to mess with them. So I'm going to go with the Burns. Yeah, is it going to be like one in the future where we all thought it read one way and then all of a sudden we say like Berenstein? What? Ooh. No. No, that's not true. Not happening. Well, okay. Can I just point out here that both of you failed on that one? You r- r- did not say your name before giving oh, your shit. analysis. Yeah, we hey, <laughs> started it. You said it for us. I Seconds. Mean, so there was a test. It was to look and see who the fuck is talking. Would I be Pokemon for like a split second? Help out our audience. Uh, am I the only one that right. doesn't know about Pokemon? Kevin, yeah. am I the only one that doesn't know Pokemon? <laughs> Perfect. Well, Kev, you're going to go next on this one. It's a bantamweight bout between John Dodson and Merab Nivigil. You must be this tall to fight in the cage. Should be a rule. I'm not saying they can't go in. I would just really like to see what people think that height is. Because Dodson's going to be looking up at the bar pissed. And then we just call it a different <laughs> thing. I am going to go with the guy, I don't know how to say this. This was exactly the name I was most worried about for you. DV is how it starts. I don't know what that is, but it's, uh, there's going to be, we have listeners from around the world. One of them's like, God, I hate this Kansas kid. Uh, <laughs> All right. Somebody, somebody's going to send you a package. Just don't open it. <laughs> Nick. All right. Nick. Um, Man, uh, Devalishlavili sounds super scary. <laughs> I almost want to go with him because he sounds like a Khabib type. Sounds That's like good. he's going to go in there and grind you out. But I'm going to have to go with my boy Dotson. Sounds like he, he he's good at dodging stuff based on his last name. Uh, he, he might be small, but he can he can fit into tight places. And hopefully that's going to score him the win here as the, the village lead tries to take him down. So, that's what she I'm, said. I'm, Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Kim, I'm, do you often rate fighters on their ability to be stored overhead in airplanes? All the time. It's <laughs> okay. in, in these tough travel conditions, you want to be able to sequester yourself. Imagine how dope it would be just to put a little stepladder and go hang out in the overhead compartment. It's like, find me at the end of the flight. I'll be up here. <laughs> Dude, you'd be surprised, you know. Uh, the Velishly sounds like a grappler. Dotson, a lot more of a striker. I feel like when it comes to the ground exchanges, his uh, uh, subpar size is going to come as an advantage. He's going to be able to slip out. Sub-par and I see Dotson taking this with a knockout. You, interesting. you win at pronouncing that name. Time? That's for sure. You sound good at it. That sounds like what it would be. <laughs> That's what, And I'm a grappler. Like, I just, like, when was grappling. the last time a bantamweight was able to knock anybody out from the ground? Never. Dodson's going to surprise us. Experience is going to be key here. The last time a bantamweight knocked anyone out was in Rocky Four, when his tiny 130-pound <laughs> ass somehow killed a giant. Short and stocky, bro. Short and stocky. Come on. <laughs> Danny, you're going to take this one next. I've got 15 seconds on the clock. Do you think Ashley Yodler is going to win or Livia Renata Sauza is going to win? Go. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with Livia on this one. Um, the less the less losses you have, like you haven't really been completely horribly jaded to the world yet, and uh, she looks pretty cranky, I'm not going to lie. So. Yeah, she looks pretty mean. <laughs> Ashley's too cute. <laughs> cuteness is the rating kev who's cuter like, it's here like, it's like the cuter the cuter you are the less chance you have at winning a fight you just picked dotson is that what, is that what Nick he's believes? five three and adorable he's pocket size i'm just saying <laughs> man i'm cute <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna go that far. Yoder's about size and being cute. Yoder's five seven, and she does like the MMA skirt. That thing would look like a full dress on Dodson. Anyway, I'm gonna go with Yoder. I'm going with it. I'm sticking. I grew up with someone named Yoder, and they weren't very tough or good at fighting. But fuck it. <laughs> Kev, you're gonna go next on this one. It's a featherweight bout between TJ Brown and Danielle Chavez. Go, Kevin. I always, I was just watching the Parks and Rec with Fred Armiston. And if you know about that joke, and if you don't, I got to go with Chavez. Sounds cooler. I'm in kind of a communist place due to the pandemic. Taking it. Chavez. 
All right. Well, Where is, are you at right sounds, now? During sounds legit. He is unpictured, though, on ESPN. Not a great sign. Not giving me a boast of confidence <laughs> that they couldn't the take a sign. photo that's, of him. That's not a bad sign. That is the best sign. You have no idea who's yeah. coming at you. You're in a crowd. You don't know. Any of them could be Danny Chavez. You don't even know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It could be are anyone in the cage, speaking? really. <laughs> yeah, that, this is Nick Salas. Hmm. Okay. Now it's getting confusing. All right. Nick <laughs> Salas, if that's your real name, you're supposed to go on this one. So who do you have on it? Uh, which one? Danny Chavez versus TJ Brown? Yes. I'm going to go with TJ. He does have the picture. His, his records, <laughs> uh, a 500 record, 114, lost seven. That means he has a 50% chance of winning, but the picture kind of is the tipping point for me here. So I'm going to go with TJ. Uh, you know, there's a, it's a, it's a, it's a toss of a coin here, but he does have the picture. So I'm going to have to go with him. So Nick, follow up question Scary here though. Too. Nick, are you realizing that your partner in crime picked somebody based on a proximity to his name and yet you win against it? What does that say about the mm-hmm. dynamic of the Bolo Bros mm-hmm. podcast? Do I have like some weird complex where I like subconsciously don't like Danny's? It's not. It's not subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I hate rafts. I'm with you. I, I see yeah, one right? coming down the street. I'm like, oh, but I gotta go do a podcast with that guy. <laughs> I think it's like by default, like the the way the two magnets repel. It, it's it's mm-hmm. basically like that. Anything I choose, he's the opposite. So, Kev. Is there trouble in paradise on the Bolo Brothers podcast so well, far? One of them just referenced a magnet metaphor, so I'd say, yeah, there's some deep troubles. <laughs> Episode nine, magnet. <laughs> it's like hot sauce and ketchup, Raph. You put them together, they just don't quite gel. <laughs> well, let's go to our co-main event. And, Danny, I'm giving 30 seconds on this one for you to tell us who's winning between Sugar Shane O'Malley and Marlon Vera. Go. Oh, man, I'll, I'll try to tell you here. Sugar Shane O'Malley, all the way. He's got about the rainbow hair in the picture. And I'll tell you, there's no, absolutely no. I repeat one more time. No, a fourth time. Because why not? No chance this boy's losing. He's got zero losses, this guy. He's oh, already not that's lost. That's a no-brainer. He's basically already won. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Kev, he didn't need the full 30 seconds because the Irish lore was strong in him. What do you got for us on this one? Kevin, um, I will easily go with the person who's already promoting my alternative lifestyle. I can't say for a fact (laughs) that he decorated his hair for pride, but I loved it. Felt myself thinking it would be really nice to have someone Irish-ish who isn't an asswipe (laughs) strolling around, throwing ladders at things, occasionally striking. There it is. I mean, accidentally. Who could have seen the old guy's face connecting with with the hand? Um, Sugar Shane O'Malley (laughs) rocks the dopest hair in the UFC, which means he's winning. Plus, he's he's Mm. minus 310. So Vegas has Mm. no confidence in him losing. He has nice hair, though. Mm. If he was going to go to a business meeting, like Marlon's doing okay. He's probably getting the job. (laughs) Like, if uh, Sugar Chain O'Malley is going into the business meeting, they're going to be like, dude, how fast can you get out of here? But I do have, I wonder if chest tattoo size matters because Mm -hmm. O'Malley, they both have chest tattoos. So it's not like, don't kid yourself. This is chest on chest tattoo crime. But O'Malley's Hopefully if you're in a job much interview, larger. though, you're, you're, you're not, not shirtless. shirtless. <laughs> I like, wasn't. Kind of I was past. That was your bro. job metaphor. I'm back in the cage talking about fight analytics. Uh, it's a UFC <laughs> thing. You know what? We'll explain it in the next podcast, man. I also want to point out here that you guys are all overlooking the most qualified job that Sugar Sean would be applying for, which is as a porn producer. You can 100% see him walking in with that robe and that hair and him saying like, so, ladies, show me what you're working with. Raph, I got it. It's bolohose.com. Yeah. It's, oh! it's good. Oh, that's a good one. That's super original. Kev, I'm going to go buy that by the end of the show. So <laughs> don't say too I'm already, tra- I'm already on uh, GoDaddy trying to get bolohose to myself. These guys don't know how serious we are about buying certain domain Bolo. names that we're not even sure what we're going to do with. I still own the rights to nograppling.com. Mm. <laughs> So, so, 
So hmm. wait, so we're the bolo hose? Yeah, he's still stuck I'm, on the bolo I'm, hose. I'm confused now. My my mind is blown. Um, you can be. be if you want to be. I mean, listen, guys, this is a real <laughs> branding this opportunity. This is like a girls gone wild spinoff. Like this is America. Opening there. <laughs> I thought I thought Rob was a totally different person until just now. I would tell you guys this right now. If you're talking about bolo hose. We're talking about like a girl's gone wild, but like when they don't wear a rash guard underneath their mm. gi and when they do the polo, they do a little flash and people are like blurring it out. Like that's a <laughs> real thing that y'all should be doing. Dude, that's like a whole niche that I feel like we need to tap into. Like, dude, that's a that's that, a money idea right there. We, I, thank you for that, bro. We do not yep. have to just make this ladies. You you yep. put some of those assless chap pants on <laughs> and then when you go to bolo hello as we make the buck rip we kind of like pull it down a little bit more yeah you just have bolo hose tattooed right on your butt cheeks it's perfect <laughs> well kev you got to continue this party and you got to tell me who's going to win in this whew, war of the friends of the podcast between jim miller and vince pichel go i really didn't want to pick i want to be crystal clear from hell Pichel is never to be trifled with unless he happens to be fighting arguably God I mean I've seen Jim Miller do a lot more than I've seen any divine spirits certainly for longer and he's as old I'm going to Jim Miller all right he said he's old (laughs) this one's going on over to Nick Nick who do you got on this one Jim or Vince Bro, I would not be from Jersey if I didn't put my vote on Jim Miller. Jim Miller is the epitome of what it's what it's like to be a Jersey fighter. Uh, I've literally seen this guy train right before my eyes. Uh, huge inspiration of mine, you know, coming up, uh, wanting to do MMA in New Jersey. So I'm going to have to go with Jim Miller, man. Like, there's no way he loses to this. The dude's a dog. He's going to go in there. He's going to scrap. He's going to make the fight dirty. I feel bad for uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> so hold on, let's chat here. I want to get a point of order. Danny, can you do me a favor and tell me what exactly it means to be for Jersey for Danny? Mm. So wait, so be from Jersey or be for No, Jersey? explain what it means to be from Jersey, Jersey. from your interpretation. <laughs> Yo, we make so many jokes about this. Like, I'm I'm picking uh, Jim Miller as well, and I'm gonna say he has a really nice beard. I'm not a fan of Jersey though. It, we call it Dirty Jersey for a reason. Um, yeah, it, I I don't want to go too far down the Jersey hole. He doesn't hurt my feelings. No, yeah, one I mean, no one does. <laughs> it, it, also, it, tip your waitresses at the Jersey hole, everybody. <laughs> open Thursdays at eight a.m. They never closed. Whole pandemic. <laughs> Jersey right. hole's been open. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Danny, you showed a propensity to do a nice accent. So I'm requiring that you're doing this next fight pick between <laughs> it was pretty Junior good. Dos Santos and Jarzinho Rosic. And I need you to tell me who <laughs> is going to win, but you need to do it in an accent and that of an English Swedish DJ. Man, I don't know how you mix in the Swedes in there, but I'll try to tell you that. Um, Dos Santos don't have any hair either. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting a wall. That's pretty good, though. It's got, it this sounded is, like Bisping for a second. That, that's a, <laughs> it's a little bit more Scottish, but whatever. We'll just run with it. Uh, we'll stick with the Scottish, because why not? Uh, I'm going to sit here and have an argument in my head a little bit back and forth, but I'll say since neither of them have a hair, but the sun and the light from the, the top of the room will reflect a little bit harder off of Junior De Santos's head, blinding the other bloke. I'm not sure his name is. Uh, I would give a go at pronouncing that, but I don't want to butcher it any more than I already have. I'm going to go with uh, Junior De Santos winning by blindness. Mm. Wow. Okay. I let that go on because I was just entertained <laughs> to see where it would go. But, Kevin, where are you at on this? I think lost somewhere in Wales, trying to follow what's going on. But I'm going to go with Rosenstruck <laughs> for one simple reason. He weighs more. And I'm hoping mm. by osmosis, if I pick fatter fighters, I will start gaining confidence. Rosenstruck. <laughs> you, you know what they say, though? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> And See, this is where find... it's very important to say not only who's talking, but to give your character a name so that we know which character is talking as well. 
<laughs> I thought that was the bouncer from the Jersey Hole here to tell us the slogan. <laughs> it is the bouncer from the Jersey Hole. He's just traveled for quite a ways, and he's just about to get his green card. I like that job. he has a backstory too, and it's just like, <laughs> now it's started to you know, character guys, Things have been really rough for him. Immigration has been treating him well, but he's just one of those guys. He's one of those good ones. He's just been working and working hard, man. His he's dad's a real piece of work. Right way, okay, he's trying to do it the right way. It's just like the systems against him. It's making it quite hard. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you're going to continue this party and tell us who's winning between. Oh wait, we should probably tell him at this point what's happening. Uh, so. Just to let you guys know, before we do the last couple picks, essentially, I think there's actually just one more. No, two more. Three left, so, from my count. Do you have three? What's the third one for you, Kev? You still need to do Dacus and <laughs> Porter. And then I have Anilov, Cute Labia, and That one Miochis I think just got canceled, Gormier. actually. They canceled Cute Labia? Wait, yes. Fuck. Cute yes. Laba, I guess. Is, is we call him Cute Labia. It's been a whole recurring gag on our show. You should have listened. Whoa, the, it's an eye away. It's an eye away. Yeah, apparently uh, Cute Labia test positive for COVID. Rematch with Muhammad is Muhammad. It is actually canceled. So womp womp on that. All right. Well, Kev, we should tell them that normally there is a wager put on these things. And the wager is not monetary, not just because they're new gym owners, but because jujitsu. So, Kev, tell them some examples of some of the bets that have been made on this show in the past. Yeah. So, Craig Jones got his ass kicked by me. So now he has to do a video explaining. It's basically a PSA that it's called a verbal tap and not a verbal submission because the UFC has been fucking on us for a little bit. And every time somebody's like, uh, tap, 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 tap. They're like, by verbal submission. And it pisses us off. And then it happened again when he uh, dismantled Vinny's leg. It was like um, through verbal submission. It's like through. Yeah. What? So I he has to do that. a verbal tap for me. So that's one uh, exchanging of shirts. I've sent a few. I've received a few, including from Nasty Nate Harris. My nasty AF shirts are a jail cell. Love that shirt. Really comfortable. Great for orgies. There's uh, a few PSAs that have had to go on. Um, I I had to pitch Shockknife, shock um, a show we hope comes to ABC this fall. We're still working out the pitch details, but uh, essentially your good old-fashioned family settle it with uh, an electric knife like we would in the old days. Not not to stab each other, just to give yourself like um, 50 volts or so. You good definitely stuff. grew up differently. Yeah, so those types, uh, those types of things, just uh, mostly social media or picture or fun challenges. Uh, you know, you two also, it seems like, train together, so we could always get like, uh, could you show us uh, just what it's like to lose to verbal tap in a move? Just have one mm. of you put a scarf over the other one and then mock him. You know, those types of things. <laughs> so, gents, without saying what it is, if you have an idea in mind, do you have an idea for a bet or a wager? What are we what are we wagering on first though? That's that's kind of important. It will be all of these picks that the we are currently here for. The whole purpose of you being here. Could you get your head out of bolohose.com and back to Thank this you. pod, please? I'm searching for domain names though. <laughs> so basically best two out of three uh, gets to win this. Well, what? no, it's gonna be whoever gets the most picks correct is where it's gonna be. So even though we like the fans acknowledge who gives the best shit talk. Uh, the correct picks will determine who is going to be the winner and the loser of this bet. So we're going to give you the next two fights to think about it. But in the meantime, I'm going to turn back to Kevin and I am going to ask Kevin who he thinks is going to win in the following bout, which is one Chris Dayukas and Peter Parker. Yeah, this is Nick. Um, I'm going to go with... Wait, I fucked it up. It's Kevin. You, you said it a few times. I should have known. I have got to go with Doc Ass. I want to hear... You know when Buffer does the... Doc Ass! I'm going to giggle my bees off because it sounds like Duck Ass. I can't wait. All right. So that is who Kevin has on that one. Uh, Nick, I want you to tell me who's going to win, except I have to ask, do you have an impression that you can do, much like the esteemed thespian, Danny? Hello, this is uh, Chris Dockhouse. I live in Delhi, India, and 
I believe that uh, I will lose to Parker Porter. Uh, Parker Porter is has an alliteration as a name, and we both know that that is way more superior to my non-alliteration name. So I'd give the win to my opponent. Verbal tap that, legal that, is not pleased, but it was an accent, nope. Raph, and you asked for it. <laughs> I <laughs> did answer. ask him if he had one, and I think he wasn't sure he had one either. He does. So. No, that exists. I mean, it's... In jiu-jitsu, we have a philosophy. If you don't try, you'll never know. Oh. I you know... Uh, Chris Dawkins is actually from... This is Danny speaking about that. Thank Chris Dawkins is actually from Philly and trains at a gym uh, where I have some friends train. I've... Uh, um, seen him train a couple times seen him fight on the local circuit a few times and uh he, he's uh definitely somebody that favors jujitsu but uh oh, yeah. i'm gonna have to give it with uh parker, parker Porter. Porter. Oh, yeah, man. So also because of jersey we have a place called porta's bomb ass pizza Ooh. uh call it a plug if you will if you will but it's uh, probably one of the best pizzerias down by the shore so because this guy has a delicious last name i'm gonna have to give it to parker Porter. a delicious last name well, good. That's not going to matter any. But I will <laughs> tell you that we are now to the finals. And when we get to the final match, I put 30 seconds on the clock. And Danny, you're going to walk us through this one. So who is going to win between Stipe, Myokic, and Daniel DC Cormier? That's a terrible nickname, but let's go. Wait, this is their like third one, fourth one? How many times have they fought already? This is the I third. Just, I had and the final. same exact. I was like, third. wait, am I on the wrong card? No, we're who, doing it again. Who, wait, who won, who won the other two? Both of them. Oh, well, they're one apiece. One apiece. Yeah, one apiece. Man. I'm going uh, to I'll have to go with my brother, Pierre Stipe, <laughs> the, the man from my homeland. Uh, has, has a unbelievable last name, first name, middle name. They don't put it here because it's too special to see. But uh, has a big belt. His arm is very strong from holding the belt so long. <laughs> I have to go with him. Very nice. Kevin, are you still Kevin at this point? Yeah, and I'm legit impressed with his range now. We're starting to yep. get into some places that uh, best guess we've ever had, that's for sure. Yeah, best we yeah, close. I have got to go with Daniel DC Cormier for one reason: retirement cake. The man <laughs> wants to go deep on some Baskin Robbins. He's gonna know it. He's gonna see it. He's gonna have that moment where he's like, "Should I? Maybe I should have gone with Dairy Queen." No, I chose the right one, and he's gonna bust his ass. To get Dude, some I, of that carb. I, I hope for DC's sake that he wins, man. I do not want to watch a grown man cry on public television, dude. Well, it's safe to say that's going to happen regardless. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to shed some tears. Oh, man. It's just, it, it's either going to be like, Stipe's going to win, or like, or Dan, Daniel's going to win, or like, uh, no, Stipe's going to win, or Daniel's going to like die. It's like one or the other. Like, Wait, what? So Stipe's going to like the, or no, no, rather the only way that Daniel wins is if he like actually like takes his soul again. So let me kind of fill you in here. This is the reason. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. It happens. I just want to let you guys know the way I envision this happening is, if you do see DC cry, which as Kevin is alluding to, highly likely, I think Vegas would make that minus six hundred. That's how likely it is, regardless yeah. of outcome. I think what you should immediately do is get someone to take out DC's telestrator that he uses to demonstrate moves and to show where they happen on the screen and to do a telestration of where the tears are forming. <laughs> now, see, the tears start here in the eyes, and that's when they really start to surprise you. And it's a watershed moment where it's just a rain pour of water that just sequins the ground. That was a beautiful description. That's awesome. Thank you. Writer and poet when I'm not hosting. So, Kev, here's the part where we educate the children. It is <laughs> our time to pick a tiebreaker in the event you guys all happen to get the same amount of picks correct. So, the tiebreakers are who gets the performances of the night and who gets fight of the night. They usually give out two performances of the night to individual athletes. They can be from any fights, and they give out one fight of the night to just one fight. Kev, can you pick which are yours, respectively? Yeah, performance of the night, performance of the night, and fight of the night. So the fight of the night's already easy. That's not going to be difficult. It's the third effing time they've done this. Uh, that's going to be Stipe DC. Performance of the night. 
number one is going to go to Jim Miller. The mayhem and performance of the night, too. And this is, I'm just in a deeply boring place. You know what? F it. I'm not going to go with O'Malley. I'm going to go with Dacus. He doesn't have a picture. He's going to be pissed off. And now I kind of, now that I know he's from, from Pennsylvania, I know what kind of interior anger he's dealing with. So I'm going with Dacus. Ah! <laughs> Yo, that's the most accurate thing, though. <laughs> so here's how we're going to split it. Nick, you're going to be the one to pick the performances of the night. Mm. And Danny, you're going to pick the fight of the night. So, Nick, who are the two athletes you want to give performances of the night to? Man, to be honest, I was going to give it to Jim, but Kevin did me dirty, uh, took the jersey from me. So I'm going to have to go You with, can still I'm, pick him. You, you don't have to. You're you no, I'm not. I'm not. See, no, this we're is not what I'm talking about when we talk about jerseys. See how quickly he just turned <laughs> out of his <laughs> Like, who does this? I'm sorry. I can't even. <laughs> no, I'm turning on my jer- whole. Oh, man. The jersey ain't big for both of us. All right. So I'm going to go with. <laughs> Plenty big. <laughs> I've seen their serving sizes. I'm going to. I'm going to go with Sean O'Malley on performance of the night. Rainbow I hair. think he's – yeah, he's got the rainbow hair. He's going to show up hungry. Uh, he's got that alt-lifestyle vibe going on. So I think he's going to show up. I think he's going to perform. I think it's going to be a three-round banger. And, yeah, that's my boy. I'm going with him. So that's Sean O'Malley. And who's the other one? Uh, I'm going to go with Jerry Rizzino. Doesn't even pick the jersey guy for his second one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Jers, you know, because it sounds like a dude that showed up to class. His name's Jers, and his Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor just gave him the nickname, and he ran with it. So Jers, you know what it is. Jers, you know. He's like, yes, I'm here for the class. One more time. No, 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 we're good. We're good on that. So, Danny, I'm going to ask you who's getting the performance. I'm sorry, the fight of the night. Go for it. Uh, man, uh, I got to go with the girls, Felice Herring and uh, uh, Scooby-Doo Girl, for sure. Um it just girls just go crazy like whatever it is like they think like oh nobody respects us this and that and like the sport yet because you know women's mma is maybe a little bit newer but they just go to town i feel like girls are just like and they're mean like i'm sorry like girls guys are like yeah we just like to punch people in the face but girls are like no i want to hurt you Mm -hmm. in your soul and it's like all right i'll I'll take the girls then so police herring and uh verna again you a little bit that that chick so, Kev, do we have a verbal tap legal on that one, too? Uh, no, I'm trying to figure out. So <laughs> could you just recap who your fight of the night, fight of the night? I've got Herring as your – that's your fight of the night, but the performance of the night. The performance oh, yeah, yeah. of the night are O'Malley and Jersey. O'Malley and Jersey. O'Malley, Jersey. I, I just categorize it by the person I think is going to win anyway. So. That was Nick's beat today. Thank you. Jesus Christ, we give you guys one instructive on how to do this. And both of you guys are like, say my name. I don't know. Anyway, well, well Raph, we should Kev, mention they're pretty people. You can't always expect pretty people to crush true. the directions, especially for people like us. It's not going to happen. Man, that's the first time I got that compliment. Thank you, bro. I was mostly talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, gents, we gave you some time to think about a proper wager. I'm going to ask you now both. Do you have a wager in mind for Kevin? Um, if we win, uh, if we win, we want Kevin to go publicly with it. We want a, a formal apology stating that uh, the Baron Bolo Bros, the, the Bolo Bros, however you want to put it, uh, have the best podcasts on this planet and that we're here to stay. And go follow us. And go follow sure. us. You know what? On top of that, I'll also give you a ranking in several of your your favorite uh, podcast distribution networks. And now for my terms, Raph, I want a I want an Instagram post or you know Twitter, make the rounds, social media, where you're both wearing bolo ties and you just state change of direction? Question mark. That's what, what I want. I, I got a question. What is a bolo tie? Google it. I don't. My Google broke, bro. He's on. He's on vacation right now. I was like, Google, where are you? He's like, I'll be back Wednesday. Bolo ties are. You might recognize them from a show called Walker Texas Ranger. Oh, good lord! Yeah. <laughs> Nick said I'm 24. Bro. Yeah, that's how you know he's old, bro. 
one year. Oh my god. Joe Rogan's new podcast in Texas might feature some, but mostly you find them as a traditional tie for those. I don't know how we'd find bolo ties. Like where oh would we god. find them? I don't even know. It's a string with a little circle. You can make that's one. a classy thing. You can't just make something like that. So I guess that's a you don't accept the terms of the bet. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just uh, using your natural East Coast instincts, where it's like, fuck your idea. No, no, no we'll do it. I mean, yeah, of course we're doing. Yeah, can I also point out here, real quick, my favorite part of this was the little duck under that maybe the rest of the audience didn't hear, but when one was selling out the other, he goes. Oh, I don't know. I'm 24. Like, could you imagine if a robber came up and tried to take your money and you're like, oh, no, I'm 24. Like, the robber would look at you and go, I'm sorry, dude. That's the shittiest excuse I've ever seen. Now I'm going to stab you, too. And then that robber is going to be Chuck Norris fucking you up because he heard that Walker, Texas Ranger diss. I heard it, too. The 24 thing was a shot. It did. It was effective. I want to say I hurt. But and I'm going to point out you haven't lived. Until you've watched Conan O'Brien use the Walker Texas Ranger lever, look it up. All right, I'll, I'll take your word on it. I'll, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll watch your shitty show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want to be clear. Do not watch the show. Do not watch the show. The the Ranger, the Walker Texas Ranger lever will do just fine. You will see everything you need to. But I will tell you this. Hey, dude. So Kevin, does I anybody feel... remember that Nickelodeon show? Ah. <laughs> uh, Kev, here's what we need to get them to agree to. Here's kind of my impression. It kind of hybridizes what they're suggesting and what you're noting. I think what they have to do is they have to do a technique video where instead of pointing out each of the points where they're passing guard or teaching something important, they're just supposed to bring up what they like about our podcast for every step. So instead of saying, place your left hand here, to go ahead and try and move and pass the guard. They have to be like, actually, one of my favorite things about Verbal Tap is they have been the longest reigning uh, BJJ topical show of all time. I didn't know that. I did too. And boom, you're in mount. I accept. Wow. We'll give them a little creative liberty. Yeah, when they lose. Yeah, I dig it. Wait, so, all right, so what's the wager then? Well, so I heard, I heard a couple things. Somebody wasn't saying their name over there. I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Kevin and I sound alike. That's a problem Literally that you have when you start. Person. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, I understand, new kids. What I would tell you is, <laughs> I think the wager is going to be Kevin is going to fill in blank, Kevin. I will publicly release that they are, the, in fact, all four episodes in of their their buzzwords. Last last podcast was warming Quality, up. Quality, not quantity. Tune in for episode five, cooling down. <laughs> Tune in for episode <laughs> six. I kind of have a headache. They are, of course, gonna. I'll publish them as the superior podcast. Hey, that's Let's what we go. like to hear, man. Thank you, bro. <laughs> So, if you do like cooling down episode five, I'll shit. I'll see it and I'll just be so happy. So that's what happens if that they is win. it. But if, if I it win, is the opposite if way, Kevin, Kevin wins, wins, then what you guys have to do is you have to do a technique video, but you don't talk about any part of the technique as you're doing the video. You just do the technique while complimenting verbal tap and giving us lots of hilarious uppers. So, we, all right, so we make a technique video, but instead of talking about technique, we talk about verbal tap. Absolutely. So like each step is like a compliment, basically. Now you got it. Now you're playing with power. <laughs> so uh, that's what we got going on. Anyway, yeah, we won't have to do it anyway, so it really doesn't matter. If it's oh, wow. Well, bad news for you kids. So anyways, here's <laughs> what I'm going to tell you guys. We have a little tradition on this show, which is we give you guys the opportunity to come back next week after the fights go down. So would you guys be interested in coming back on the show next week after we all see the fights? Yeah, let's do it. Beautiful. How are so, we going to rub it in your faces when we win? <laughs> man, this could get really ugly for the East Coasters if they lose. Yeah, I mean, it's okay, though, because we're not doing video right now, so everybody will be fine. I, I understand. We don't. 
lose that many viewers doing it that way. So <laughs> I'm just going to tell you guys a few things now that we're all friends again. That friendly competition was very good. Kev, do you have any departing words for the Bolo Bros? Absolutely. I love, love, love the, the photo and uh, your cover art and being able to, to push the sport. You all have the right energy. You can find them at bolobrospodcast.podbean.com on all of the platforms, Bolo Bro Podcast. Individually, if you should so choose, Danny Freestyle with a one instead of an L and a Y instead of an I, which means I'm not the only one that struggles with spelling. You can find him on Instagram. And you can find the other one at that Nick Sally's on Instagram. And I hey. will. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you guys so much. This is awesome. Well, Raph, do you want to close them out? I I, I just can't do it. Um, oh, yeah, it's the Bolo Bros. Uh, they're great. Danny, Nick, we love them. And we look forward to seeing them back on next week's show. Ladies and gents, thanks for watching. My name's Raph. Good night and good fight. There we go. Done, right? <laughs>